You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 535. Energy and enthusiasm. Let's be real here. If you sound bored or uninterested, people are not going to trust you. They're not. And I will tell you this. I will strip away everything else. Everything else that I know, everything, all the experience, if I got knocked on the head and I didn't know my name, I didn't know my business, I didn't know what was going on, as long as I could keep my energy and enthusiasm, I would be winning back again in no time. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast, America's number one podcast for new real estate investors, where we know without a doubt with all certainty and confidence that finding discounted properties is the most proven path to financial freedom. I am your host, Brent Daniels, Mr. TTP, and I am telling you, if I can do this, so can you. So let's get started. Let's come out of the gates hot. Let me hit you with a little fact, okay? Here's a fact. Do you realize that your ability to talk and communicate effectively with people is the single most important skill you have for making money. It is. It absolutely is. And I am telling you, having those consistent quality conversations with distressed property owners is the key to succeeding in this business. It is the foundation. It is the heart of your business. I don't care if you're talking to them, if they're calling you from doing marketing. I don't care if you're getting referrals from people that know that uh, that you are buying properties or that you are looking for ugly houses to put under contract and sell. Or if you're being proactive out there, which I hope you are, because it's the most profitable way to do this business. If you're being proactive out there and you're going out every single day You're picking up the phone or you're going to the door and you are talking to people. But it's difficult in the beginning, right? It's tough. We don't know who to talk to. We don't know what to say. We don't know how to say it. And the fact is, if you truly believe, which I truly believe, that your effectiveness with talking to people and communicating effectively is the most important skill, then how do we get better at it? And that's why I put together nine keys for more powerful conversations, okay? Now, some of these are obvious. I mean, some of these you're going to get, you're going to be like, Brent, whatever, that's silly. I already do that. But some of these maybe, maybe sneak into your brain, maybe make some differences, maybe change the way that you approach every single conversation that you're having with a distressed property owner, okay? So let's start with number one. And these, by the way, these can go for either on the phone or in person. Okay, number one, stand up. Stand up. It is a medical fact that if you stand up, you have more energy, your energy is higher, and you speak with more confidence. 
Okay. And confidence, you need confidence. Confidence needs to be in your corner when you're starting out. Okay. Because that is the one thing that these distressed property owners can really feel and sense is if you're not coming to them with the confidence that you can get the job done. If you're hemming and hawing and, and, and kind of being awkward and unsure, stand up. It'll make you more powerful. It'll make you have more confidence. All right. Number two, smile big and be optimistic. Okay. Seriously, smile big. You know what happens when you smile? You're delivering happiness to these people. You truly are. And then if you have the heart, the real heart in this business to really serve the community, really serve the people that can't help themselves, really be out there and concerned about what's going on in these people's lives. Oh my gosh, they can feel it through the phone. If you are smiling, especially in person, but if you're doing it on the phone, you can tell if somebody is smiling. And if you're optimistic, oh my gosh, that is what keeps you going. That is like, that's just putting rocket fuel in your tank because you know at some point you are going to succeed. You know at some point you're going to be able to serve the community. You know at some point you're one conversation away from your first wholesale deal, maybe, or maybe it's a massive deal. Maybe it's one of those 40, 50, 60, $100,000 deals. One of those change your brain chemistry deals. All right. But we have to be optimistic and not only in ourselves, in our brain, in our inner dialogue, but also with these distressed property owners. Because the fact is, if you are optimistic, then there is not a problem that you can't solve. You're going to go out there and you're going to try to solve every single problem that you run across. But if you go pessimistic, if you go kind of negative, if you are frowning all the time, it does not serve you. It does not serve the community. All right. Number three, energy and enthusiasm. Let's be real here. If you sound bored or uninterested, people are not going to trust you. They're not. And I will tell you this. I will strip away everything else. Everything else that I know, everything, all the experience, if I got knocked on the head and I didn't know my name, I didn't know my business, I didn't know what was going on, as long as I could keep my energy and enthusiasm, I would be winning back again in no time. I am telling you, if you look around and you really pay attention to the people around you and how people live their lives, people aren't coming with a lot. You are going to have an immediate edge if you have energy and enthusiasm. I am telling you, and you mix that with standing up with confidence and smiling and optimism, oh, we are on fire. That's only three out of the nine, all right? Number four, you gotta speak with confidence, okay? They need to trust that you can get the job done. Now, how do you speak with confidence? I don't know really what to say, Brent. I've never done this. I haven't gotten a lot of appointments. I don't really feel confident in my heart, in my belly, in my head, all right? but it comes down to your tonality. Your tonality is what helps you communicate certainty, okay? The way that you speak, right? This is coming from a sense that you are doing something so unbelievable for these people that you wanna do everything that you can to help them. Not only that, but let's talk about speaking with cash buyers for a second, right? These cash buyers feed their family, go on vacations, buy cars, pay their mortgage with the money that they make from the deals that you bring them. You're one of the most important people in their lives, let alone their business. 
So speak with confidence. Remember, here's if you really want confidence, understand that you're going out and somebody has a problem, you're going to seek them out so that you can help them out. And then on the other side, you've got buyers that need to buy these properties. They need it for their income. They need it for their wealth. They need it for their net worth. They need it for their cash flow. They need it to feed their families, whatever it is. But we get we get the beautiful opportunity of being in the middle because the fact is, Emotional distressed property owners do not want a big puffed chest cash buyer communicating with them. Nor, by the way, do people that, and and maybe they're not puffed chest. Maybe these are the sweetest people ever. Maybe these cash buyers are absolutely wonderful, but they don't, they want to focus on owning property, fixing property, flipping property. They don't want to focus on marketing and prospecting and pre-qualifying and going on appointments. They just want the deal. And most of all, they don't want to deal with the emotions of the seller. That's the only reason why wholesaling exists. So speak with confidence. You out there, I don't care if you've never done a deal before. I don't care if you've never had a conversation with a stranger about real estate or buying their property or investing or whatever. I don't care. If you go and understand in your heart, in your mind, in your belly, that what you are doing is truly serving both sides, you will speak with confidence, all right? Number five, be conversational. Okay, this is gonna be a tough one. This is gonna be a tough one because a lot of times when we start out, we think that rapport is just letting them talk and agreeing and just being there and and kind of going through it. But what's really going on in our head is we're constantly thinking. We're constantly thinking of the next thing to say. That's why you have to practice your scripts. Because what happens is you can internalize them. The more you practice, the more internal. The more internal, the more in the zone you are. The more in the zone you are, the better you can listen. The better you can listen, the more they are going to work with you and trust you because you're being conversational. You're not interrogating them, okay? It allows you to listen better. Number six, be interested. Actually be interested in these human beings, these neighbors of yours. All right. Really be interested in these cash buyers and what they're looking to do. Really be interested. What are their goals in life? What are their dreams? What are they trying to do? Why do they want to sell the property? Right. Why do they want to sell the property? That's a wonderful thing to be interested in. Not just how much am I going to make on this deal or this is a juicy deal or this is a waste of time or whatever else, but go sit down as a human being and have a conversation with another human being that's in a distressed situation and do everything in your power to help them out of their situation, okay? What is going on in their life? Like, really get in there and be interested. You know, there's an old saying, if you want to be an interesting person, be interested in people. And I think that's absolutely, absolutely true. You got to be curious. You got to be curious there and not just for some, you know, systematic blueprinted process so that you can get the deal signed, but so that you can be interested to see if you can actually help out these people, if you're actually the right fit, because sometimes we're not, and that's okay. That's what makes when we are the right fit so exciting. Oh my gosh, these people are really, I, I can really help out these people. And it's so incredible. Number seven. Confirm and approve what they're saying. Confirm and approve what they're saying. This also goes into active listening. 
Okay, when somebody's talking, you say, uh-huh, yeah, sure. Oh, wow, a new roof. Oh, okay, great. Confirm and approve. How much do you want for the property? I want 240. Okay, 240, got it. Okay, great. And how'd you come up with that number, right? Confirm, approve, and ask a question. Confirm, approve. You want to cause friction in a conversation, in a relationship? Start disagreeing with them off the bat. Start telling them that the, the cost to fix the roof will be more than they think. Start telling them that their house is worth less. It's just going to cause friction. Now, you can get over all of these things, all of these different objections, all these different things that you run into, situations, but you can't do it if you are causing friction in the relationship and they just don't like you and they certainly won't trust you. So confirm and approve and have an affirming echo, an affirming echo, right? I want to move by June. Oh, by June. Okay, great. Right? Now, it's not like parroting them. It's not repeating what they're saying, but it is powerful if you are actively listening and you're affirming what they're saying, all right? Number eight, mirror and match their speed of speech and their tone, their tone and their pace, okay? Do not be like me right now and be full of energy and enthusiasm and passion and kind of on the scale of bombastic, if we're being honest. Don't be like that if you're talking to an 87-year-old seller, okay? Slow it down. Have a conversation. Or if people are speaking fast, then you can pick it up with them. You always want to have like a 70 to 80% enthusiasm right? If 100% is like you screaming for your favorite sports team or your kids, you know, doing something amazing or whatever else, pull it back about 70, 80% and just have that enthusiasm, but mirror and match where they're going. If they're slowing it down, if they're using certain words, use those same words. You don't have to be creepy about it. You don't have to be weird about it. Just listen. And remember, we go back to being conversational because you've practiced your scripts to where they're internalized. And you are now able to listen to the words that they're saying and the way that they're saying it, and you can slow down your speech. You can use your tone of voice to either show concern or you can show excitement. And in through, oh my gosh, you're moving. That is so exciting. You know, all these things. You get it, okay? Number nine, I'm going to beat you over the head with it, okay? It is practice, practice, practice. Practice, 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 practice. First, your opening conversation. Every single deal that you're going to do, there's going to be an initial conversation. So practice that. Again, scripts at talktopeople.com. Practice the scripts, okay, on how to open up that conversation, but also practice handling some of the objections that you run into. If you've never done a deal, If you've never been out there, or maybe you have, but you haven't like completed it because you were just steamrolled by objections, write down those objections and you can literally put it into YouTube. You can listen to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. You can go to the Brent Daniels Real Estate on on YouTube and check out a lot of the different ways that we handle objections. But you can write down two or three responses to all of the major objections that you are hallucinating that you're going to run into or you assume that you're going to run into or maybe that you already have ran into. Now you can start practicing handling your objections. You can start practicing what to do on a seller appointment. Oh, Brent, that's so crazy. Nobody does that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My team does it every single day. I did it every single day. There was a reason why I was so fluid and just an absolute 
marksman on the phone was because I had practiced and practiced and practiced. What most of us do is we wait until we're live with a a seller or a buyer and we just start, you know, practicing our stuff on them. And then it doesn't work. Remember, when you go to these people's house or you're doing a, a appointment virtually, you're literally auditioning for $5,000, You think that you can get that deal better by not practicing? Let's just say this. Would you do better if you practice? The answer is yes. Practice, practice, practice. I'm telling you, you do not, actors do not just go out. Big Hollywood actors do not just go out and just wing it, okay? They get a script and they go through it thousands of times until they become the words that are written down, all right? It is absolutely incredible. And I'm telling you, I am telling you, for the career that you can have, you can do this forever. You can out-earn a Hollywood actor in this business. 100% you can out-earn them. But we need to practice, right? I mean, just because you buy a pair of Jordans doesn't make you Michael Jordan, right? Michael Jordan was Michael Jordan because he practiced more than anybody. He was obsessed with it. Practice is so absolutely critical. So start working on these skills. If you start working on these skills of powerful conversations, of being an absolute like superstar when it comes to understanding where to take a conversation and to consistently get yourself in front of distressed property owners, you cannot lose. You will win big time. You will be a superstar. Your financial life will go absolutely bananas. Bananas. All right. And that's what I want for you because I love you. I really do. I I think about this all the time. First of all, do you know how small of a group it is that actually listens to self-development or investing things? And then how small of a group becomes obsessed with those things? And then how small of a group becomes obsessed with real estate investing? And then that group that becomes obsessed with wholesaling real estate? It is so small. We are so special. We are crazy. We are freaks. We are weirdos in the absolute best way. And I love you and I want you to be successful. So implement these nine keys to more powerful conversations so that you can start building up your pipeline of leads. So where it's constantly and consistently every month, every week, every day, you are closing deals. You are the absolute best. Until next time. I always encourage you to talk to people. See ya. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.